0: hello everyone welcome to fulfilled this is Nabs, your host and creator for this podcast this is a platform that will enable us to discuss different topics share ideas and most importantly connect on today's episode i'm joined by holistic coach natalie khalaf to learn more about anger stay tuned for today's episode Hi everyone, so, so today I have a returning guest, my friend, and uh, she's actually the person who's facilitated, facilitating all the workshops at Little Earth and has been doing such a wonderful job. Uh, Natalie, welcome back. It's so good to have you here.
1: Thank you, Nabi. So good to be back. Thank you so much for your invitation.
0: Thank you. And today we did something a little bit different because I usually do all my podcasts over the phone. But... Over the last few weeks, we've been trying to do it over the phone, it hasn't been working, so Natalie was kind enough to come over and do the podcast from my house. So it's great to have you here. Um, and as we have been talking in the last few weeks, we we were discussing talking about um, the topic which is anger, which um, I think is a very kind of diverse topic if you think about it. it's, it's It can go in all different directions, can't it? Um, so. Tell me, like, why anger?
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nice one. Why anger? Okay, so um, thanks again for having me on your uh, podcast show again. And anger is one of my favorite, most favorite subjects. So I like to work with anger because uh, so many of us, and let me maybe say most of us, are not really taught to, um, first of all, acknowledge it, honor it, uh, and know how to deal with it. So most of us, uh, maybe in the Arab world, maybe in other cultures as well, and certain generations were taught to cover it up because it was a sh- shameful subject. And as you grew up, we're taught that, uh, you know, you're not supposed to be angry. Who's going to love you if you're an angry girl or boy, right? Mm. And you're not supposed to be angry, uh, and you're supposed to be positive and good all the time. Well, that's really going against, I don't want to say our nature, it's just going against the flow of whatever it is you're feeling in that moment. So for us to accept that we feel a lot of emotions, we feel a lot of emotions, one of them could be anger, one of them could be joy, love, forgiveness, fear, anything. So as long as we acknowledge what the emotion is, uh, and anger is a very strong one. And here I'm just going to uh, continue and say that anger, if you acknowledge feeling angry and not sad, a lot of people in the Arab culture and a lot of Uh, women in specific would rather cover anger up with sadness and say they're feeling sad instead of angry because culturally it's not accepted. So let's say we start training ourselves to accept anger and recognize it as anger and not sadness. The difference between the two of them. Mm, Which
0: which was something that I wanted to ask you, like Mm. what is the difference between sadness and anger?
1: Yeah, this is a great question. If somebody is doesn't know how it feels differently inside then they really need to go deep inside and and really acknowledge that there is anger that feels a lot more aggressive and aggressive here is not a negative or a positive word it's just just an emotion yeah yeah. it was only yesterday that I met with somebody and I and I asked them how do you feel when you're angry do you feel like hugging a cushion she said no I feel like breaking the place like like slapping and hitting this is Really, how it feels. Yeah. There is a school of thought that says, oh, no, we deal with our anger by, by holding it, by giving it love. If that works for you, very Wait. good. Very good. If it doesn't, the other school of thought says, just uh, connect to the feeling. If it feels like um, moving out, like breaking things, like screaming and shouting, then that's what I tell you to do. And that's not... Against somebody. So I'm not telling you to go and scream and shout mm. and attack somebody, mm. the person you're angry at. No, just get that energy of anger out.
0: Out, yeah. So
1: there are several ways to do it. Um, the There's cheapest... that thing where
0: you go and break things like screens and stuff. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that.
1: <laughs> you should try it. Now, Have listen. you? And I've tried it. It's lovely. I wanted to even work with them now. It's a genius um, idea. They've uh, established something called the, the Smash Room. The Smash Room, yeah. And they're open in al on Al-Qudra Road. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. I encourage you to go and try it out. So
0: what do you do? Like, you just go and smash things.
1: Yeah. You pay to smash things. So the more you pay, the, the bigger the more you things smash. you can smash. And they have a fantastic... A sustainable project where you can even go in and bring your own uh, stuff that you want to smash, or or a car or a table, or whatever. They give you a discount and it gets recycled. Yeah, I mean, anyway, the project is super. Oh fun. wow,
0: that's amazing. Now
1: that thing is good, but you end up paying. So for the easiest thing is just have have a space on your own. So let's say uh, I say something now and Nabi is uh, upset with me and he feels angry. When I leave, he can easily just go to his room. Pile up a set of cushions, and just stand in front of the cushions, and if you have like a, a broomstick, just remove mm. the broom of mm. the end and use the stick. Stand in front of those cushions, very freely, steadily on your on your feet, and just really imagine me there, and connect to the feeling, connect to the anger. Don't do it as a mental exercise like, oh, I have to try this. No, I'm feeling, I'm feeling so angry, then beat the cushions, beat the crap out of that person you're angry at, until it all comes out, and make sure you use your voice. So, scream and shout, tell off, uh, swear, whatever works for you, or just uh, make sounds.
0: Yeah, just let it out.
1: Let it out. As an energy, it will help the anger move out much easier. And how many times you need to do it is up to you. The more you feel as it, as you need, just remove it. Yeah. Because it's exactly like feeling any other energy in our body. If you eat something now and you feel troubled, then the natural thing for your body to do is just get rid of it. You're either going to vomit it out mm. or poop it out. You mm. can't hold on to it and tell me, no, it's, uh, I feel guilty or ashamed to do it. It's not culturally acceptable. It needs to come out. It needs to come out, otherwise you get sick. With the anger, the energy of anger goes into our liver gradually as we grow up. Mm. So better deal with it because also if it, keeps, if, if it stays in your body, energy does unless we uh, allow it to move out of our body, it moves up the body and it gets trapped at the, at the shoulders or the upper back. So a lot of the older generations, in specific women, mm-hmm. you can see that they're walking around with a uh, bent, bent back. And, yeah. and one of the doctors who studied energy called, uh, he's called um, Dr. Alexander Lowen, came up with, um, he wrote a lot of books and he came up with bioenergetics. And in one of his books, he explains that this is what he called the meat hook because it's almost as if you can hook a person up by the stack of meat or muscle here that becomes so solid over years that you can just pick the person up. And that's a lot of weight on the shoulders because the person, first of all, is not allowed to stand up and speak their anger or their pain, so they feel ashamed of it or guilty for feeling this way, so they bend their their, uh, head down. And again, The energy makes you feel so heavy Heavy. here. You're carrying something that you're not allowed or giving yourself the permission to let, to set free. Yeah, yeah. When you do acknowledge, first of all, that you're feeling angry, not sad. Okay, that's the first step.
0: I just need to take like one step backwards. Please. Because when you were talking about anger, Hmm. I kind of looked at myself. I was by the way fyi i was recently hacked on my instagram and i'd mentioned the story to um to natalie and i was trying to kind of acknowledge the emotion that i had was it me being angry or me being sad and it was probably a combination of both i think yes. i was angry at the situation and the and the you know the, the person who has done this crime this horrible crime but i was always also very sad and i think the way i process my idea of anger is a combination of anger and sadness. But then what I want to know is, because the first day I was I was feeling that very heavily. It was very, very heavy because it just happened. Mm-hmm. But then the next day I decided to numb mm-hmm. myself. I don't know if I was suppressing my feelings. I don't think I was, but I said, you know what? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to deal with this the way I'm supposed to deal with this. Yeah. And I'm just going to go on with this journey of me retrieving my social media if I can. Yeah. And I just let it go. And I said, okay, universe, you do what you got to do. And I'll help support you. So going back to the mo- emotion that I felt, can people like me mix anger and probably there's an element of fear there as well. So it's anger, fear, yeah and sadness together and confuse them. Yes. Because I don't know what I was. I probably was a combination of all three. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. All together. You're absolutely right. Because fear that, you know, part of uh, like uh, privacy or something that belongs to you got attacked and hacked. Yeah. Okay. And then something else was you are sad because you feel attacked. It's my work. Yeah, your work. And you didn't know what to do. And then the other part is the anger, but I'm so angry at what happened. Exactly. That's how I want you to be when you're angry (laughs) and get it out. I was. I was swearing all day. Like I've never
0: sworn this much in my life.
1: But swearing uh, can help. But if you can go and get uh, kickboxing or hitting or smashing. Just let it out. To let it out physically mm. then it helps the energy move out uh, a lot better which
0: makes a lot of sense and that's why they tell you like work out get out get exercise so yes. that you can let that yeah emotion Boxing, out of your body because you
1: have to move your upper body and your arms yeah. as well yeah
0: okay great all right so back to the
1: okay to continue yeah when you are standing there and you are about to have the uh release exercise there are three things to remember that mm. are very very important the first one Remember to feel the anger. So, yeah. I want to just say this sentence Be the anger. You, you, mm. We all know we're not our emotions, but be anger. Embody it. Mm. Become Godzilla or the Hulk. I mean, as an example, the Hulk is actually a good guy. Mm. He's just, he helps his human counterpart overcome uh, the bad guys, right? That's a beautiful so, example. Yeah, I, I, it helped me a lot. Uh, Godzilla, because she's feminine, but she can also be there as a power. Uh, as a superhero to, to help defend me. Okay. Mm. So be feel the anger. Do not laugh because you should not be mocking your emotions. You You should should acknowledge them. You should acknowledge it and feel what it is. Mm. So don't laugh when you're sad or angry, because that means you're disconnected to what you're actually feeling. And that's how we're all brought up. A lot of people are like, Oh, come on. What are you angry about? Come on, get serious. Or it's not worth it. It's not worth it. it, No, Really connect to how it feels and feel it out. So you don't laugh. You don't mock it. You don't cry when you're angry because that means you're telling yourself you're a victim. Mm. But you should not be a victim.
0: And you're burying it.
1: And you bury it. Mm. And by becoming a victim, a lot of people deal with their anger by crying. That means you're telling yourself this can happen to me again because I'm powerless. I cannot change it. But we're not powerless. And
0: this is a very common thing that you see, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Like, you see a lot of people that are, I would say, you know, whatever life, you know, presents them, they would be like, oh, my God, you know, it becomes a reality. Mm-hmm. Like the, I'm not going to say the anger, but like the situation becomes a reality as mm-hmm. opposed to them, you know, working through it, working through it to yeah. kind of just release it.
1: Yeah, and every situation is there to teach us something. So we're either actively taking part in it or uh, inactively. You know, because yeah. we all we all emit an energy. So if I want to be uh, passive in my life or inactive, then I'm also contributing to it happening without me taking action in a way, like an action to push it away or to interact with it. I'm just um, being part of it passively. Mm. Yeah. I'm allowing it to happen without speaking up, without. Um, You're just allowing it to flow in
0: your body basically Acknowledging it and then you just release it consciously
1: Consciously release it So the third rule about the anger exercise So the first one is uh, You do not mock your anger You don't laugh at yourself You do not cry because you're not a victim And the third thing is you are never, ever, ever, ever Ever angry at yourself
0: so yeah. how do you do that?
1: Yeah, that's the biggest one. A lot of people are like, oh, I hate myself because I did this and that. That is not... Because... So it's
0: that you're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. You should not be against yourself because then who's going to stand up with you if you don't stand up with yourself? Yeah. So it's you working with yourself. So with yourself, you accept everything about yourself. You accept that you, maybe you made a mistake, although I don't believe in mistakes. It's all experiences mm. and decisions. Uh, and then you accept... Everything you do, you love everything about yourself, you forgive what you see as a flaw, and you decide to do it differently next time. Mm. So you're never angry at yourself. If it's a a big situation, like something that happened on the news, then find anything to take your anger out at. You hit the situation, you hit uh, climate change, you hit the weather, you hit uh, the fire, you hit the flood, you hit the government, you hit... Mm. Whoever it is, you'll always find an outer reason to just take your anger out not to blame mm. It's not about blaming an external factor. It's about helping that energy move out of your body just like
0: just to get pooping out yeah. or farting
1: yeah. or sweating or crying or Something has to just move out of our body in order for us to feel better again And then that. we have space to allow the forgiveness if we choose to forgive the love if we choose to love the joy What if you
0: don't? Because a lot of people... Okay, so a lot of people heal. I mean, I'm just thinking of one particular person right now. Um, And she has basically gone through a very uh, tough kind of divorce. And I find it very interesting because there was several marriages after that. And many years have surpassed. And I once had a conversation with her. And I said, do you forgive this person who has wronged you in the past. We had a very candid conversation about it. And you know what she told me? She said, look, I forgive all my husbands. From the first one to the last one. But this particular one, I will never forgive. Mm -hmm. And you know why? And I said, why? You should always forgive. She said, no, because he wronged my child.
1: Mm.
0: He was not good towards my Mm. my, child, my eldest child. And I, and when I heard that, it kind of made me wonder: like, mm. is it always important to forgive? Because maybe your journey is telling you, you know, this is part of your growth. Yes, but you don't always have to forgive.
1: No, especially using that word uh, with anything in life. But let's stick to forgiveness. You don't mm. have to forgive. It's good to get to that forgiveness when it feels right. Mm. When it feels right. And sometimes and, it doesn't. No, it never does. Uh, it might happen. On the last day of your life, it might suddenly happen. But if you're holding on also, if you're hold, I'm, I'm talking about personal experience here. If I hold on to my anger and my sadness and I'm blaming an external factor and I don't want to see my role in it and their role, then that anger will, will definitely stand between me and the forgiveness I could have to that other person yeah. and the love again on a different Different level. Yeah. If let's say I got married one day and they wronged me and we got divorced, it's not about loving somebody that's from my past. It's just about loving a human being that helped me through an experience and I, lo- I accepted the lesson I took and it's, from it's it. It's a journey
0: for you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's and I it's my that.
1: choice. If, it's, if I'm loving, hating, uh, uh, or, or forgiving, it's my choice yeah. again. Nothing to be forced by society, by the family, you know, oh no you haven't forgiven yet, what's wrong with you? No, no, it all has to be a natural process
0: I, I I agree with you, but i don't know like personally, I just feel that when 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 things happen and you forgive, you kind of um you elev- you, you your soul elevates like you feel that you're lighter mm-hmm. you're happier oh, you're yeah, freer lighter, yeah. and that's what I always tell this person yeah. i'm like Forgive because you'll feel good. It's not about them. It's about you and you will feel that feeling once you let it go Because if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be who you are today and you wouldn't have had all these experiences
1: True, But a lot of people it's not their time to go through that journey They're not ready to accept they're not ready to take on the responsibility of letting go of that a lot of people might like to hold on to these uh, emotions, I, and I don't want to call anything negative or positive because energy is just energy. Yeah. Emotions are energy in motion. So if I hold on to that uh, blame and anger, then I have like a position of, yeah, I didn't take part in it. I'm blaming the other person for my misery. And like you said, everything anyway goes, stays in our body and will affect us physically at the end of yeah. the day. So if people understand that, then gradually they can understand that they need to let go of that that energy that's disturbing yeah. their inside, And that's an art.
0: I think there's an art of letting go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they have to be willing to, accepting to the work to release it. Because it's, again, like having food inside our body and realizing this food is disturbing me. But choosing to hold, hold to it because I'd rather be a victim and feel bad and have people maybe feel sorry for me. Instead of just going to the bathroom, vomiting it out or pooping it out in order to release myself and being in health Mm -hmm. because i'm the one creating my health or no health
0: yeah so i always like to ask the person that i'm talking to can you give me an example a very candid honest example of the last time or of a particular time where you were really emotionally because i think anger usually comes either when someone dies or you know someone really hurts you (laughs) has any anything like this happened to you recently Mm -hmm. and how did you deal with it like how did you create that awareness Mm. to know that this is actually a topic that I can talk about
1: Mm.
0: on a podcast
1: yeah I'll tell you a very very special and dear moment to me was I must have been in my late 20s
0: Mm. and we're connecting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I just put um, out my hand and she just stared at me. I was like, I'm connecting with you, girl. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I was just held with your question and I'm thinking, okay, what, what can I think of? And immediately it came to me that this, it was a moment where I was sitting with uh, two very dear people in my life um, who uh, are huge in my life and who I adore. But because of all the anger I went through as a child and teenager, I naturally, did not know how to release my anger. Like I'm a 1970s baby, so and I grew up in Jordan, so that wasn't part of the education and um, society knowledge back then. I held on to my anger, and I blamed. But without giving myself the right to feel the anger. So it was coming out as like sparks of anger and that comes out on the people dearest to us. So mm. those two people who are very dear to me, and I'll just keep them anonymous, mm. uh, said, wow, we can't even talk to you without you attacking us. And I didn't realize it. And how old were you back then? Uh, 27, 28. Okay, 20s. And I, and I suddenly like, oh my God, these are two people I love so much. I am taking my anger out at them. You know, because we we allow ourselves unconsciously and maybe a lot of us do it consciously, you know, ah, my this or my that the people closest to me or the people younger than me who love me will always love me. So I can just take my crap out on them. And that's what happens in relationships with partners. We have to be consciously aware of how we're feeling and not take our crap out and our anger and pain out on those who love us. But just really realize we're carrying that emotional baggage and do something about it. And in that moment, when I was 27, 28, I realized when they told me that, I said, you know, I have to deal, do, do something about my anger because it's destroying my relationship with these people and I love them. And you love them the I most. I don't want my relationship to be destroyed because of the anger I hold to so many other people. Therefore, I have to find a solution to deal with it and to resolve my inner uh, turmoil. In order not to have a day come when I'll uh, miss or regret not having this peaceful, loving relationship yeah. with them when they've passed, yeah and that was one of the like milestones in my on my journey where it made me wake up and realize I need to do something
0: major aha my,
1: my the way I feel and that's something I have to really mention here, whether it's anger, sadness or happiness, anything we're feeling, we need to always realize we're the ones feeling it yeah. I'm feeling happy. So I can't say, Nabi, you make me feel happy or you make me feel so sad or angry. No, people take it for granted and use that sentence and it's wrong. I'm the one feeling inside. Therefore, it's something I'm reacting to. Therefore, mm. I can learn to deal with my emotions, not manage. In own way, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I don't want to manage them. I want to just allow them and uh, release them.
0: One of the things that I love about talking to you in general, and I noticed this even in the first podcast that we did, which was one of my favorites, to be honest, is how the conversation always flows. And we always say that we're going to have something to talk about, but I just feel that the conversation always goes in different directions. And it's not necessarily it or us going off topic, but it's us kind of exploring a particular topic and maybe going to different arenas related to that. Now, today, you and I attended a very interesting workshop, which was about um, family constellations with uh, Maybert Sierti. And that was very, it was eye-opening for me, I, I, I really thought it was yeah. a fantastic workshop. And one of the things that I'm just thinking about as you're speaking is the family and our ancestors mm-hmm. and how anger coming from them. So I'm going to well, speak yeah. on my own behalf. Mm-hmm. I was very, very close to my grandmother. My grandmother basically raised me with my mom. And as I was listening to uh, Maybrit speaking, I was just thinking, wow, what are the patterns that I could see in my family? So I went to my story, to my identity, to my being. And I thought, well, my grandmother was the most amazing loving person I could ever think of. And so is my mom. But then again, I also remember that there were certain times where my grandmother would go to my mom and say, Oh, Anna, you know, you should do this and you should do that. And she, she would always, and it comes out of love. And I know that, yeah. but she would always kind of guide her on what she should be doing in her mm-hmm. life. And my mom was just kind of listen. She wouldn't say anything, but I know that, you know, if you keep on hearing that, it's obviously kind of instilled in your brain. Yeah. And then I realized that like a few years ago, I was sitting with my mom and she was like, Oh, you should be doing this. And you should be doing this. I was like, mom you're becoming your mom yeah. and i love them and i love her and she probably got that from her mom and her mom and... but it's a pattern mm. and i found that very interesting because there is always something it can be anger it can be whatever thing yeah. uh guilty she was talking about hoarding as well i think yeah, during the workshop yeah, yeah. which yeah. i found interesting
1: hoarding, the food.
0: hoarding yeah. food or hoarding things items mm. that you see a lot in like older generations and I just, thought, uh, I just thought like when it comes to um, anger, do you think that people from previous generations and them dealing with anger, yeah. do you think that that can affect our, like for instance, if your great grandmother was a very angry person mm. and got sick and got cancer or whatever and passed away from it, mm. is this a learning moment for you or a wake up moment for you to say, well, this is how my ancestors dealt with this. Mm. I'm gonna do this differently.
1: Yeah, yes, my answer is yes. And as you were talking about this, I could totally see how, you know, specifically with a subject like anger, okay? Not sadness, but anger. Uh, Women, uh, in specific, in our, let's just talk about our culture, being Arabs. Uh, And I'm sure it also happened with my mom now. I'm half Swiss, so I can see it in my mom, my mom's family, my grandmother. They came out of the first and second world war. It must have been so trauma trauma and not being, like women were hardly given the, the right to speak, you know, they were right. also abused, like even verbally, told what to do, had to shut up, get on with things, be like their parents. So I'm pretty sure now that, and this is based on my instinct, not research, that all these heavy emotions were carried down and you can even see it in the way parents deal with their children. If people start snapping at their children, that also comes because they don't realize that it is anger. Their bus- the buttons are being pushed and that they're actually allowed to um, to feel anger. But there's a different way of releasing it as an energy instead of just taking it out on your kids. Yeah. So if my father, for instance, would have done it to me or my mom, it would have come from also their upbringing. Their parents. And yeah. their parents did it because... Their parents did it to them. So every generation is throwing their emotional luggage and baggage on their children, and it's being carried forward generations uh, into generations. And some cultures are maybe more aware of it now. I don't know. Uh, but I think the generations now and the world, the way the world is changing, youngsters, uh, your generation, Nabi, Uh, better than mine are more aware of these things and so children are being taught how to express themselves so Mm -hmm. things are being cleared but it's definitely been carried down for for generations i'm sure
0: for sure and in terms of like your so you're you're doing holistic um um you know holistic healing and coaching and you know this is something that you're really good at i was just wondering is this particular topic because Oh, speaking about certain things is very common, you know, like, I think we're, we now live in, a, in, a, in an age where, yeah, it's okay to have uh, a health coach or a life coach or even a therapist or a shrink or whatever, you know, whatever works for you. Um, but is this something that people are conscious enough about to come and say, hey, Natalie, let's talk about this particular topic. I want to talk about how angry I am.
1: Uh, I would say out of a percentage, this is such a nice, a great question. <laughs> um, if I want to mention a percentage, I'd say 10% of the people I've met in the last six years have come to me saying I have anger issues. But most of them don't even realize it. And most of them don't want to even go there. But uh, I'll just drop a question here for anybody listening. Look into your relationships with around you, the closest to you and specifically if you have children or, or pets or parents who are now elderly and are a little bit on the weaker side, do you snap at them easily? Uh, do you find yourself snapping at people who are maybe serving you? You know, like at the supermarket or whatever. If you're snapping at people around you and tend to make a big story or issue out of things, then there's definitely anger there that's been accumulated. So, one second. Snap. So, are you
0: saying that if you're, if you're angry, if you're displaying anger towards people that are vulnerable or some people that you love, mm. that means that you're, there's anger in your system?
1: Yeah. You're carrying uh, anger as an energy because it's just like…
0: You're snapping. are kind of
1: snapping, yeah. So, if you're snapping specifically at people you love and it's not really um, in a very flowy conversation kind of a way, if you're snapping and attacking then just become aware of how you're feeling inside and why you're triggering, you're being triggered by certain people, the closest to you, mm. okay? And another thing to look at, like um, people who uh, bite their nails. I used to bite my nails all the time. Me too. Huh? People who have issues with grind, grinding their teeth while they're sleeping, so they have to wear a night guard. This isn't a general uh, rule, but look into it because in our psyche, the animalistic part of us, if you think of animals, if, when they want to attack, what do they use? They use their teeth and their claws. Mm. Our teeth and our nails are our teeth and our claws to attack. So unconsciously, when we're not taught that our anger is just a normal reaction and a normal emotion we are experiencing due to an external factor, if we have to uh, hide it or suppress it, then our psyche is going to tell us it is not acceptable. So we grind. You automatically, our teeth. subconsciously yeah, grind. We're grinding our teeth because we, we don't want to sharpen our teeth. We don't want to sharpen them in order to attack. And we, we uh, bite our nails because also out of fear, but it's also out of like suppressed anger because I don't want to use them to attack the other person because the animals use I these never about that. to attack, right? Yeah, yeah. So those could be. triggers uh, triggers or uh yeah like notice if that's what happens to you uh then look into it
0: fantastic and um so is there anything so if people want to reach out to you to to kind of talk about this if they are conscious about it how can they reach out to you can you please tell us do you go to people's homes do you like uh, accept uh, bookings online do you have a website like how does it work
1: um, i don't go to people's homes people have to meet me in, in my space so they can reach out on instagram
0: what is your handle
1: uh, natalie dot holistic dot counseling all right
0: you're, you're going to have to spell that
1: okay yeah thank you so n a t h a l i e dot counseling c o u s e w l i n g i know different people write it in a different way dot holistic sorry Natalie, <laughs> let's don't repeat holistic, that don't me. So N-A-T-H-A-L-I-E dot H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C dot C-O-U-S-E-L-L-I-N-G.
0: I will be writing that in the description <laughs> just to make your lives easier.
1: Thank you so much. And I do have a website. Um, it's not in my name. It's tabirme.com. Uh, so that's uh, t-a-b-e-r slash me for middle east dot com and i'll just actually if you allow me i want to explain why i chose that word it's an arabic word to mean expressions yeah because my work and my passion lies in working with people helping them express express their feelings so whether it is express your love your joy your anger your sadness in order to feel good and healthy that's why i chose that word i love
0: that
1: thank you
0: i love that so um, I think we've covered pretty much everything that I wanted to talk about. I really want to thank you for your time. Thank you, Nabi. I want to thank you for coming here today.
1: Thank you.
0: Welcoming you into my home, and I look forward to welcoming you to many more sessions of co- beautiful conversations. I'd love Nathalie that. Nathalie Khalaf. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I'm Naps, and you have been listening to Fulfilled, the podcast. Join me next week for another fulfilled conversation. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thank you for listening.